0: I didn't realize that until after I finished Gossip Girl, how lucky I've been to have like jumped from serious regular roles to serious regular roles, because I know that that's not normal. It it really made me realize how lucky I've been after it was canceled. I had just moved from Albuquerque to New York. I was out in Bushwick looking for a job. Like I was dropping off my resume at like Subways. And then I have, I have the gentleman just kind of Poke me behind on my shoulder, and uh, and says to me, "Have you ever thought about modeling? <laughs> we can cut for real." That was nerve wracking. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, I'm putting everything out there. <laughs> Three, two, one. Welcome to Series Regular. I'm Quay Tan. In each episode of the podcast, we're going to sit down with a different working actor and discover the irregular ways they broke into show business. Today's guest is a poet, model, and literal series regular. You can watch her in Netflix's Control Z. TNT's Claws, and her stunning, star-turning performance in Max's 2021 Gossip Girl, See Sion! Oh, no. That was such a beautiful introduction. Thank you. Aw, <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm sheepish now. Oh, you're sheepish? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Are you, you do have a lot of really big career milestones that you've hit. Um, I'd like to think so. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to get into them. How do you feel having all of this attention and having achieved all these great things? Um, well, thank you for saying that, first of all, because sometimes you really need to have it be put into perspective from other people because, you know, you're, um, You live with yourself every day, day in and day out. And sometimes you forget the accomplishments that you have achieved. And I think that very much is my case. But um, I don't know. I just feel like regular old me that has just been trotting along. And hopefully I continue doing what I love to do. And I'm just very grateful. Very grateful for where I am and hopefully where I'm going. (laughs) I stopped. You're so cute. I can't with you. I call. We call each other wifey. We call each other wifey because we that, are wifeys. When did that start? That started after our um, rivalry fizzled. Do you remember that? Did we have a rivalry or was it just me attacking you? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. It wasn't, I wouldn't say you attacked me. I'd say, you know, I didn't feel as welcomed. <laughs> uh, we were, we're going out of order, but that's fine. Go with the <laughs> flow. We were both with a modeling, we had a modeling manager, yeah. you want to say? Yeah. We were with Slay Models and he had created uh he had created a reality show and it was canceled and he was trying to recreate it. And so it kind of seemed like I was going to be the star of it. And then you came in and I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? (laughs) Yeah. But like that lasted for like one day and then we were besties. But do you remember where we met? Didn't we meet uh, at Cece's house? So I think we either met at Cece's house or we met where you know where I'm going and I know you hate this photo no I don't I don't even I have no idea where you're going you hate this photo I hate this photo and you have it up (laughs) you hate you hate this photo oh I don't hate it I actually look at it fondly now little babies it was this was 20 we met in no I posted it in 2019 reposted it but we met in 2016 or 2017. Yeah, 2016. 2016 or yeah. 17, because that's when I first moved to LA. It's I have, I have it in my notes. We met. We're in your gonna. Notes. We're going to get to, oh, it was December 3rd, 2018 at uh, 11 a.m. <laughs> what? Because it's on it, because it was a call sheet, so it's on the email. So, yeah, um, it was oh a photo God. shoot for Subvert. We met in 2018. I know, it I seems feel like so, but maybe we did meet in CC's house I think a little did. before then. You know what? Because I remember specifically this moment is when you and I started being best friends. Oh! I I like wouldn't stop complimenting you. And you're like, fine, I like you. I remember that you said to me, you were like, what do you do with your skin? Your skin is uh-huh. so gorgeous. And I was like, I love your nose. You have such beautiful features. And you're like, stop. That's the thing. And with, that's how I won you over. You killed me with kindness. Not always. <laughs> I just, and it worked. Mm, sometimes with some people. <clears throat> okay. Um, can we get back on track, please? Yes. Thank you. Um, oh. Okay. not giving away my secrets. Okay, so um in each episode of the podcast, um everyone is every episode is titled and it's the it gets its title based off of the way my guest has got the regular way they got into the business. So for example, um some of my guest episodes will be titled the influencer to actor pipeline or the casting director to Actor Pipeline. What mm. do you think your title Oh, that's is? a good question. Um, probably Country Bumpkin to Actor Pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> country? <laughs> well, Southwest Desert Bumpkin. <laughs> desert Bumpkin. I, it's so interesting. I actually thought you would say the model to Actor I Pipeline. I know. I like to be a little bit surprising. Yeah, but you you said in an interview that you um your modeling career really didn't take off. I think it was Numero, Numero magazine. You mm-hmm. talked about you said that like you really didn't get much of an opportunity to model on a big scale before yeah. acting. Yeah. And now that you know you're everywhere, you're the it girl. I don't know about you, that. You don't know you don't think you're an it girl? No. Okay. You're sweet for saying that. Though. <laughs> You're in it girl. Oh, thank you. Those are my pronouns. It and girl. girl. <laughs> um, so that is why I, di- I actually didn't think that the way you got into this industry was through, was through modeling. I think the way that you got into this industry, and you've talked about it many times, is by being discovered. Mm-hmm. You were discovered. And so I'm dubbing the title of your episode, Discovered Aww. to Actor. Hype-wise. Oh, I love that. Ah, quay. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, now, the way you got into the business, it honestly seems like something that is a part of like a Hollywood fairy tale or like a Hollywood lore. Kind of, yeah. The idea that you could just be walking down the street and someone could tap you on the shoulder and say, come with me and come into this world of film and television and modeling. How was it? Can you, you're a storyteller. Can you take us back to that day when you were discovered? Sure. Um, Well, I had just moved from Albuquerque to New York. um, And I had lied to my mom about where I was staying. I remember I was uh, couch surfing in New York. And um, I was out in Bushwick looking for a job. Like, I was dropping off my resume at, like, Subways and, like, you know, these, like, uh, part-time, part-time jobs. Um, and then I have, I have the gentleman just kind of poke me behind on my shoulder and uh, and says to me, um, have you ever thought about modeling? And to me that, you know, that just felt gimmicky. It felt like it felt scary almost like, okay, who are you? What's, what's your angle? You know? And so I asked and, um, um, he, he was really legit. You know, he was, he was signed with, um, I believe red models. Was that, was that a thing back then? Red or yeah. Yeah. Right. Red or something like that. Yeah. And then he told me that he had a bunch of connections and that he wanted to like introduce me to people in the industry because he, he really believed in my look. And then eventually I met a a Hollywood producer who then, um, who then, introduced me to Wilhelmina. And then with Wilhelmina, I was, I was signed. I was signed right away. What? Yeah. Wow. Okay. 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 So let's back up a little bit. So you meet this guy. How old are you at the time? You're 19? Yeah. Going on 20? Going on 20. This is what, 2015? Yeah. Yeah. You moved to New York. Um. Oh my gosh. So... How did you vet him? How did you know that he was legit? Well, I went out uh, to lunch with him a couple of times and I told my friends about it and I had friends come with me and yeah, that, that was really important, but I kind of just took a leap of faith, which... You know, I don't advise, but it worked out in my favor. Yeah, cuz it can be a really dangerous world out there, you know. Why don't you advise taking a leap of faith? Cuz some people aren't don't have the best intentions, and if you're like a vulnerable young girl, they they take advantage of that, and I definitely was that. I was very naive. Mm. Yeah. So, what did this guy do specifically? He was a model himself. Oh, yeah. you you were discovered by a model? Wanted, he wanted to be an actor, too, and yeah, but he was, he was a model. That's so interesting. Yeah. I would think that, and I think other people would think that, like, in order, like, you hear this thing, like, a model scout, that yeah. you would need to find, like, someone who's maybe, like, in their 50s or 60s, who, like, has been yeah, around the block yeah. for a while. No? This guy was, like, a really attractive, like, 20-year-old man, late 20s, yeah. Oh! Was yeah. there something else? Or are you like... Hi, series regular. If you're enjoying the show and you want to hear and see more, go to patreon.com backslash series regular to unlock full length episodes beauty this is where i keep all of the tea all the stuff that my guest would kill me if i made public so go over to patreon.com backslash series regular for more now back to the show well i was like you're cute but like (laughs) i was just thinking of survival at that point Yeah, yeah 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 Um, okay. And then you were, you met a Hollywood producer. He introduced you to a Hollywood producer. Yeah. 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 Cause he, he had connections and he's like, well, I, I want you to meet these people. Cause I really believe in your look and these people have like connections. And so, yeah, but- I went out to the sushi dinner with a bunch of people and him and we just hit it off and then like connected, um, off of that after that. And then he he introduced me to a modeling um, mother agent who lived in Florida at the time. And it was all very quick. Um, I remember staying where I was staying. I I went outside and I had my roommate take pictures of me in like a bikini to send to the mother agent. And then immediately he was like, okay, I'm going to send you um, to meetings with like Wilhelmina and with Juan and with like all these huge uh, elites with all these huge like modeling agency. It just really kind of happened overnight. Wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. And that's, it's really interesting that you met a Hollywood agent in 2015 because you wouldn't start acting until 2019, 2018, almost 2019. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's so interesting. It, It went, it went that way. I know. Yeah. You were almost, and this is an interesting, I've seen what I've been finding about when I've been researching you and researching my guests there's themes so you have this holding for sound (laughs) um there there are these themes that happen in your life so you were discovered the the first time when you were out in New York with modeling but you were almost rediscovered as an actress when you were in LA yeah sort of yeah yeah. You you talked about in some print interviews I've read of you. You talked about you met some like people who worked in the entertainment industry out here in LA, and some guy said that you should model. Were you talking about CC? I was, yeah, I was talking about CC, yeah, yeah. I wanted to do with my life, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very powerful, very powerful. Oh, okay. Um, let's start at the beginning. Do you mind? Um. Oh, well, before we do that, actually, um, people think being discovered, like I said, they think it's like something that doesn't happen and it's like not like, it's just not a thing. But um, Lucy Liu was discovered in a subway, Mm -hmm. Um, Angus Cloud on Euphoria, he was discovered walking down uh, the street and then Natalie Portman was discovered in a pizzeria. All of those happened in New York. Yeah, that's interesting. Is the key to being discovered moving to New York? It might be. um, although I will say New York has changed. New York has changed considerably after the pandemic, understandably. So um, I think it's missing like that palpable energy that it used to have when I first moved there, where everyone was just like this like connected heartbeat, and you were you just felt connected to everyone and everyone spoke to each other. And now it's, it's a little it's a little disjointed, but I think it'll get there again. But I'm not saying that that's the key. and don't expect to be discovered because that's not a sustainable. Well, well, let's talk about that a little bit. Hi, series regular. Did you know that we have series regular merch? Go to QuayTan.com for official series regular merch. That's Q-U-E-I-T-A-N-N.com. Now back to the show. I mean, I didn't know that it was gonna turn out this way, it probably won't turn out for you. I have a very, very unique um, path. You're one of one. No, you no. Know, I mean, I just remember giving my mom heart attacks with like the stories I would tell her as, you know, like what I was doing or where I was living. Or... It's kind of like you have it to... A lot. It's Are you saying that it's kind of like you have to be... your guardian angel just has to be there. Like if you're going to be discovered, you're going to be discovered. Honestly. Yeah. Like I, I have a lot of luck with me, thankfully, but I think that if, if you want to take my trajectory, um, like, I don't know. You have, I just suggest that you, you really check all the boxes of of what you want to do. Like Mm -hmm. train yourself and, um, have a backup plan and just be like smart about it. Cause I just kind of took a leap of faith. But if you do believe it in your heart of hearts Mm -hmm. that it's going to work out for you, like I did, then go for it. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I noticed that in some of your uh, interviews that I've read, they'd say Sion Moreno. She's one of the older members of the cast of gossip girl. I was triggered. Why? Because we're the same age. Well, and not in it. When I was reading it, you were 27. I was like, not 27 being old. Well, I know it's terrible, but we're still playing high school students, right? We are like 28. Yeah. They, they, um, people are really upset about this online. They're like, why do they hire people who are in their late 20s to play teenagers? And, you know, I get it. I get it. But yeah, in a, in a certain way. Also, you can't let, kids be acting the way we portray teenagers. Right. You know, that's all the child adult abuse. themes. Yeah. Yeah. I Some what? A yeah. Um tell me about uh your agent. So when you had control when you got control Z, you were with Cece? Mm-hmm and then when you got gossip girl you already met vision and then you went to gersh with gossip girl like you said so you went you go from cc this like modeling reality tv to to gersh yeah that's such a huge agency yeah i know it seems a big part of your story as well is about networking and having the right connections yeah yeah how did you meet this manager vision um i met well it's it's a management company, so there's multiple managers in it. But I met one of the managers on set of Control Z, and we really hit it off. They um, they told me that they had um, offices here in L.A. and they would love to see me when I went back, and we just hit it off. They uh, reached out to me. I told you oh, they what? did. They yeah. reached out to me. They asked if Nico. They, Nico, yeah, yeah. Who's your? That's your manager. Yeah, yeah. One of them. one of your managers. Yeah and he was interested in signing me why not oh thank you well i was well they mostly have um latin clients Mm -hmm. and i didn't want people to think that i was hilaria baldwin trying to be latina or like your mom in uh in in gossip girl we have very few ingredients we have tomatoes we have um a, what Cucumber? Cucumbers. It's not easy. And I think part of it is that I'm in shape before I have a baby, yeah, yeah. and then I stay active when I'm pregnant. Hispanic, C, sí. Latina, no. <laughs> um, watch Gossip Girl for context on that. Um, it seems like they've been really instrumental in your career. Yeah, yeah. They really have. I think they really propelled me to the next step in my career. I'm really grateful for them. Should I give them a call? <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know why not. I turned them down. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm not. They're amazing. I was like, I'm not Latina. But they said that they didn't say that in their email to you, right? No, they no, they didn't. I, they didn't, but I was like. Well, oh, I guess okay. they're, they're. They're expanding. They're expanding, yeah. Editor's note, I did reach out to vision uh, management, uh, but, and this was during the writer strike and they said, unfortunately, because of the work, stop it, They're not taking on any new clients. I roll. Um, Yeah. And so when they had first reached out, I was like really busy. I was flying back and forth between New York. I had my movie premiere. I was just so, so, so busy. And I was like, I don't know if that was the time to like kind of do that. But I mean, like looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, and obviously Sion is my friend, but like Doing this research and like interviewing her and finding out that she got with Gersh, which is such a huge agency in part because of Vision, right? I mean, yeah, she did a really popular series that was on Netflix, but she hadn't done, you know, her HBO Max show yet. So if they were able to get her into Gersh, I mean, what an amazing... You know, what an amazing, like powerful management company an effective uh, management company they must be. Because I feel like a lot of management companies aren't really that effective. Anyway, I'm going on and on. (laughs) Um, But I did reach out. Sione is so sweet. Um, I did reach out and like maybe I'll reach out again like once the strike is over. Because like I said, at that time we were on the writer's strike and now we're currently in the actors' SAG strike. So, Vision, I'll be in touch. They're expanding, okay. Yeah. Okay, I did check with you. I was like, I wonder I how she's gonna feel about it. No, no, I think you should do it. Thank you. Okay, maybe i will send an email, we'll see. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um... Hi, series regular. If you're enjoying the show and you want to hear and see more, go to patreon.com backslash series regular to unlock full length episodes. Cutie, this is where I keep all of the tea, all the stuff that my guest would kill me if I made public. So go over to patreon.com backslash series regular for more. Now back to the show. When you, you said that when you were growing up that um, you loved fashion and you wanted to be a fashion designer. But I've also have heard you say that you love writing and that you're a poet. How young were you when you first got bit by the writer's bug? Mm, I think elementary school. I was always uh, very into creative writing. Uh, mm-hmm. That was like my favorite curriculum for sure. I I just loved writing um, all the time. And my best grades were in literature classes. So I just, I enjoyed it. It was like innate, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. To call myself a poet's a little far-fetched, but. Can I read you one of my favorite poems? Yes, please. Yeah. Tell me what you think about it. Um, I've often taken the route of the poet, (laughs) romanticized the tragic. Loved deeply. Through observation, through sadness and madness, I bled so I could write, fixated with the idea of beauty deriving from pain and unexplained fascination. I fell into the writing, consumed by it, in need of it, so I began breaking my own heart meticulously cracking away at the torment of my own humanity so as to find the way back to me. So as to find the way back to me. <laughs> who is that? That was beautiful. <laughs> Do you know who it is? No idea. Of course it's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, I'm proud of that one. Yeah. Of yeah. You've done your research. oh uh, well, yes, how do you have a professional? <laughs> um you recited that in V Magazine. Yes, I did. That was a really special piece. I've never done an interview like that before. They yeah. just follow me around and all throughout New York. Yeah, all throughout New York. Because yeah. some way you made your way back to New York. We'll get into that soon. Um who who did you um Pin that poem to. Was it written to anyone specifically? No, most of my poems are a little self-involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I either write about myself or about tragic love stories. Yeah, yeah. I've heard you say that um, you're working on a, a a book of poems. Yeah, I yeah, am. Yeah. yeah. How's that going? Good, good. You know, it's it's um it's really difficult to really open yourself up like that for the world, for the masses to consume. So -hmm. I think that's why I've been a little bit slower in creating it. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes I get discouraged and then people like you encourage me again. So, yeah, I don't know. So growing up, were you also an introvert? Yes, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been introverted. you had dreams of of writing, of doing fashion, but what about acting? What about being in front of a camera? No, never that. Never that. No, no, no. I didn't see people like myself. I didn't really think of myself as someone that could be in front of a camera or be interesting enough or, you know, I always saw myself as a, a silent producer of some sort. Well, how the hell did we get here? Which we'll get into, but how the hell did we get here? I don't know. The universe is funny ways. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. Can we move on to your college experience? Yes. My college years. You um, you got a scholarship to study uh, journalism. Um, and did you have what did you minor in creative writing or was it like a double major? It was a double major, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So question. You have said that you dropped out of college because you felt like what was being taught wasn't going to lead to a career. Yeah, and I know that's a little bit of a salacious thing to say. Um I, I very much believe in education, but for me it just it didn't seem like my path personally. Although I have been thinking about going back to school. What? Yeah. What would you study? I don't know. I just like learning, you know. I think just I just want to take classes and really just like broaden my horizons. I I do love education. My mom's an educator. Um, all of my siblings are have Done higher education and do do amazing things. So I was kind of like the oddball there in a lot of ways. But yeah, I I do love education. It just wasn't for me at the time. I just needed to spread my wings. You know. Now this looks a little spicy. So prepare yourself. Yeah. Oh. Um. In in refinery twenty nine you gave a little bit more context. You said there was a little bit more to do with you dropping out of college. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just about the curriculum. Mm-hmm. It was about a man. Yeah. Yeah. And I skipping mean, classes. I wouldn't like to just boil it down to being a man, but <laughs> yes, there was some influence there. Okay. There certainly some influence. <laughs> but um, you started skipping classes. Yes. Yeah. Why did you, why were you skipping classes? I was just, I wasn't feeling fulfilled with the curriculum. And also, you know, it was like my first time as a kid in, in love with someone. And I just wanted to be around him, which I don't recommend. But <laughs> I mean, I fall very intensely in love with people. Um, I guess it's just my nature. But yeah. It seems to have worked out. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you, um, so you start skipping classes and you lose your scholarship? I do because I failed a class. You failed one class and you lose your whole scholarship. Mm-hmm. And that was the way you were affording college? Exactly. And then afterwards, I would have to pay for the for my entire tuition, which I just did not have the means to do. So um, I just dropped out. And be, you had nothing to lose. I had nothing to lose. And yeah. when you have nothing to lose, what do you do? You have everything to gain, right? And you moved to New York and I moved to New York. Yeah. Um, so you drop, you drop out of college, you moved to New York. Did you say that your friends encouraged you to try modeling? Like what, like why did you choose New York? Um, well, I've always been drawn to New York since I was a small child. I just, I would see it in the media often and just thought it was so magical. And I was also like, any any career path that I was interested in, um, fashion or writing, you could do very well there, mm-hmm. um, and it just seemed exciting. And I was just as I just had a very sheltered childhood, so it just I just needed some excitement in my life. I felt like, um, but yeah, New York, New York was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so we talked about you being discovered in New York. You signed with Wilamita Models, uh, but you moved out to L.A. the next year? Or how long were you in New York before you moved out to L.A.? Yeah, about a year. About About a a year. year. So you moved to New York in 2015. You're 19 years old. And then I moved to L.A. in 2016. In 2016. So you are only there for for a year. But you have this amazing opportunity with Wilamita Models. And what did you do with it? Well, I don't know that I've told a lot of people this. Um, I just felt really disheartened by the industry in a lot of ways. Um, I lost my sense of self. I, um, My self-esteem was completely destroyed because you know you're surrounded with the world's most beautiful women and whatnot. And people are always commenting on your appearance as if that's the only thing you have to give. And, um, I think I, well, I know for a fact that I was signed because, um, they were sensationalizing my transness, but I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable with them doing that. And so then they stopped kind of focusing on me. And so that's why I left New York. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. No, I mean, it led me to this, so I'm happy it happened. (laughs) But yeah, that's- that's what happened. So you so you left just after a year. You left after a year. And so why did you choose to move to LA? Um, because that just seemed like the next be- best thing. And I also was signed to another modeling agency here. Elite. Um, Elite. Yeah. Did you sign to Elite once you got here or before? Before. So I signed to Wilhelmina, New York and Elite LA the same time. And then Wilhelmina, New York dropped me. And then I came here. Wow. Okay, so you signed up both at the same okay. Yeah. Um, so you were so I, I think this is interesting though, and I know they were awful to you, but you were skipping your college classes and then you were also skipping your modeling castings. Mm-hmm. Well, after after they told me that they weren't gonna focus on me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just felt a bit disheartened. Yeah. But did you make any money being a model? Honestly, no. I mean cuz I was living in a model apartment mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know that model apartments are really really expensive. Um unnecessarily so cuz I shared I shared a two bedroom apartment with seven other women and I was paying $1500, which at the time I did not have. Um and also to be paying $1500 for a bunk bed in one room seems a little ridiculous. This is in New York. New York. Yeah, so every every check that I would make would go back to them. And I was just like, kind of, it was just kind of indentured servitude. Hi, series regular. Did you know that we have series regular merch? Go to quaytan.com for official series regular merch. That's Q-U-E-I-T-A-N-N.com. Now back to the show. How How are auditions for you? I love auditioning I do Right now Currently though It's been a little hard With the strike And everything Yeah um, Yeah I think it's I've had a little bit Of a reality check now How competitive This business can be mm. um, There's a lot of no's There's a lot of no's But With that one yes It just makes your whole life but Yeah I mean It's it's tough It's tough to stay To stay encouraged And to not be disheartened After all the but yeah. this, this is the nature of the beast. Is there any sort of like technique or acting practice that you're using now? I just go for it. <laughs> just go for it. Because I, you know, sometimes you get so many auditions that I mean, mm-hmm. you just kind of have to try them. You can't like put too much of your heart and soul into them because you don't know if you're going to get them, but of course like try your best, but like yeah, just just go for it. Do you memorize? Do you use I the paper? I used to memorize, not anymore. Like, not anymore. Do you use the paper like this or do you like put it up? Up. Oh, really? And you're like do, 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 mm-hmm. do. I love that. It's very You elegant. actually taught me that. I did. Mm-hmm. When did I teach you that? Well, you told me that you that you do that. Well, a lot of yeah. actors well, most actors that I know, working actors, do not memorize their auditions. I feel I find that's LA actors because mm. it's such a huge we're not, quantity. Because we're not real actors. No, no. I just find that LA, because of pilot season, there's so yeah, much there's material. Yeah, there's so much material. Yeah. Exactly. And everything's here. Yeah. Except, but if I really, truly resonate with the project, I will memorize it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. because it's so much work. A lot of actors are talking about getting paid to audition. To you've heard about this. Mm-hmm. What are your feelings on the matter? Absolutely, you believe we should be getting paid. Yes, yeah. We audition so much, and it's it's expensive to audition for a lot of us. You, you know, basically have to get a studio yeah, like we're sitting like in, in. this now? yeah. It's not cheap. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, pay us. <laughs> Come on, Sion, princess of the people. Princess of the people. I call you Sion, Mm -hmm. but I know the world knows you as... Well, some part of the world does. Mexico? Mexico knows me as Sion. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just using the Mexican uh, Spanish pronunciation? Yeah, correct. Yeah, my family calls me Sion. Yeah. Is it is it a Mexican pronunciation or a Spanish or is it just how it's I think it's just Spanish. Just Spanish, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It feels yeah. weird to me when I hear people say Zion. Well, you you're part of an elite few, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm fine with either or. Yeah. I don't really care. Like Timothy.
1: Timotee so annoying, isn't <laughs>
0: But no, yeah, I don't I don't really care. People call me Queton. Mm-hmm. I used to not like it. Uh, which my name is Quaytan. Tan. yeah, Kway Tan. Like Kway we're from, Tan. like we're from Long Island. Kway Kway Tan. Tan. yes, Quaytan. <laughs> um, I, I, but I'm kind of like into it because Bridgerton. They're the the uh, aristocrats are called the ton. Oh, so I'm, I'm into watch it. Bridgerton, but I, <laughs> I love so, that. I watched Queen Charlotte. I didn't Did watch, you? Yeah, okay, I've been wanting to. I've been it's, wanting I to. like is it. it good? It's good. Um. Okay. So last couple of questions I have for you. Has it turned out the way you thought it would when you were in El Paso, Texas? Wow. Well, I'm sorry, not El Paso, when you were in New Mexico. Excuse me. Definitely not. No, I did not envision my life going the way it's going now and it's going a lot better than I ever could have dreamt of, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no. it's. I don't think I, I had dreams of the future. I didn't allow myself to dream of the future because I didn't think I would could succeed mm. i know um what has been your biggest failure in life girl and your biggest success let's see difficult the biggest failure what hasn't been a big failure for me gosh you know what i don't think i've had very big failures I've, what about I've in had mistakes, but they've led me to where I am now. What about in career? Like maybe auditioning for a project or something? Like not getting a project? No, something. So basically what I'm asking is, I think a, a great opportunity is that if some actors, some young actors watching this and they can learn from a mistake you made, mm-hmm. that maybe they don't have to recreate the same mistake. I see. I see. Um, gosh. it's not necessarily that I made this mistake, but I think I I had this mentality that um, the actors in, in a production are a lot more important than they actually are. You know? Oh. Um, there's a lot of kudos to be given to the crew and to the people behind the scenes, the costume designers, props. Props are always so cool. I love props. Um, yeah, and to just be kind to everyone when you walk on, in on set because they might treat you like royalty, but, you know, they're the ones that are kind of making this happen. And, you know, just always stay humble yeah. and, yeah, just realize realize where you stand, do your job, and be grateful for it. But, yeah, have appreciation for the whole mechanism that that happens within a production. And what would your biggest success in the industry be? I mean, not to sound like cheesy, but it's just not giving up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it takes. Yeah, I think so, too. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything that I didn't ask that you wish I did? No. No, no, we covered it all. I think we covered it all. And uh, I guess my penultimate question uh, why did you say yes to this interview? Well, you're a very dear friend of mine, and I um, I support everything you do. And this is a fabulous idea. <laughs> um, I'm very impressed by all of this. Not that, you know, I wasn't expecting you to pull it out, but no, I'm really proud of you. And I, I support you no. like we're sisters. So thank you. Of course I was gonna say yes. My name is Zion or Sion Moreno. Thank you so much, everyone. That was our inaugural episode of series regular discovered to actor pipeline. Thank you so much. Thank Sion, you for having for me. For being here. Way. You were a fabulous guest. Oh, thank you. You were a fabulous interviewer. Thank you. On her Oprah Oats. Cuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Oh, silly. my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did it. We did it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I feel like I was not. Oh, wait. Last question I have for her. I forgot. Uh, You don't do many video interviews. Why is that? Everything is print. Oh, I... I guess I don't get asked to do them that often. And like my my team vets a lot of stuff. Oh, I, they didn't vet this? No. Girl, you just trust me like that? hmm Oh, wait, one more thing. Why do you brush your eyelashes? Or not brush, why do you comb your eyelashes? You have to. You kidding me? I've never heard of combing eyelashes. It is everything you want. You want your lashes to look when you put mascara on to not be clumpy at all. You want each individual hair to be defined. So this is how we get discovered, you guys. She was holding out on us. One more thing. You at the Venice Film Festival. That was so fun. Who are these Italian girls? Your fans. Look at who are these Italian girls? Who are those little Italian girls you're signing autographs for? They were just sweet little... Th- I know, I've discovered I how ha- I really am international, I guess. You are! Yeah, I, like, I'd forgotten about that. They were so sweet. And yeah, they just came out to me and they said they were a big fan of the show. And <sighs> like, can we get an autograph? And I'm like, in Italy? Okay. Girl! This is the it girl stuff. You're not, so you're not, you're saying this is not it girl? I mean, I don't, I just don't see myself as that. Okay. Yeah, and you were there with the uh, with Harry Styles when the spit and all that stuff happened. Yeah, I was. What's I didn't see it happen, but yeah, I was on that carpet. What's the tea? What did you hear? Which I heard a lot of things, but <laughs> I just, I don't know if they're true. <laughs> I know. Um Yeah, I just wish them the best. Okay, and that's a great way to end. <laughs> I love you so much. Thank love- you for doing this. Thank you. we can cut for real thank you that was nerve-wracking i'm sorry oh my gosh you're putting everything, everything out there <laughs> hi series regular thank you so much for listening to this episode of series regular series regular is created by me Kway Tan. it is a one-stop shop I do the research, the producing, the interview itself, and the editing, which is so, so difficult, but I love it and it is so rewarding. If you love this show and you wanna see more of this show, join our community on patreon.com backslash series regular to keep us going and to keep us strong so I can bring more conversations with working actors and other people in our industry. Thank you so much.